Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You're listening to the Late Night Football Show with your host, Rohit Singh. That's me. On this show, we talk about some of the most serious, least silly topics from the world of football for your entertainment and enjoyment. Please remember that the show is BYOL. Bring your own laughs, since we don't have the budget for a studio audience. Happy listening. Hello everyone and welcome to Late Night Football. We're continuing our match reaction series for this weekend. We did the Manchester United against Crystal Palace game yesterday. If you haven't seen that one, uh, do watch it. If only to see Akash and Sahil go off on the Glazers and some of the players. Uh, but after that one, I think today's is a much more calmer, much more uh, a relaxed episode, for me at least, because uh, we're doing uh, Chelsea against Liverpool, the big game for the weekend. We're doing the match reaction for Chelsea against Liverpool. Final score, Chelsea nil, Liverpool 2. It was a, it was a good game. Uh, I think it was a bit boring if you're a neutral fan. That's just my opinion. But I know these kind of games are always more stressful for the people who are invested in it. And speaking of people being invested in it, we have... Uh, uh, Liverpool fan Pushkar back again on the show. Welcome and congratulations hey, thank you. on the win. Uh, and commiserations to Siddhant, uh, who's also joining us, hey. Chelsea fan. Uh, welcome back on the show. Thank you for having me. All yeah. right. Uh, so I think this was probably, in my opinion, a battle of the transfer kings because Chelsea did some very good business early on, and Liverpool did a lot of good business uh, towards like in the last weekend. Or the last week, they've done some good business. So this was kind of a nice little battle between those two teams. And uh, quite an interesting game. So let's start off with the team selection. Uh, Sidan, do you think Frank got it right at the start with the selections? No, I think uh, if you ask me, the biggest thing which was uh, wrong with this game was the tactics and the selection from the World Go unit. Okay. Because uh, I don't think a midfield of... Uh, Kante, Kovacic and uh, Georgina will ever work against any team, you know. Uh, forget yeah. about Liverpool, but uh, against any team, I don't think it will work. I think uh, Kante is a beast in the midfield and uh, Kante along with Kovacic would have been enough. You know, we should have gone for maybe a 4-2-3-1 rather than a 4-3-3. Uh, because uh, I don't think uh, Kante is that good at attacking and I don't think Georgina <laughs> is that good at defending. So, you know. Kante mm-hmm. should be allowed to do what he does best and uh, I don't think Jorginho should have played this game in the first place. So, who would he have started instead of Jorginho? Uh, actually, I would have played a 4-2-3-1 okay. and uh, I would have not selected Christensen. I mean, I'm a major critic of him. Uh, yeah. We will talk oh, about yeah, this. So Sorry, I didn't hear. He, uh, who did you mention? He started Christensen. Oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, because I don't think he's uh, good enough for Chelsea. Actually, he should not. Uh, he should not be having a future at uh, Chelsea. But uh, Lampard is insistent on playing him. I don't understand why. But uh, uh, if you ask me, uh, Tomori had a really good game after he came on, and I think uh, 
given that the squad which we have, I think it would have been better to start off with Tomori rather than Kuznets and give him a chance. Uh, in the midfield, I would have gone for Conte and Kovacic, and uh, then in the three attackers, I would have gone with Havertz, Mount, and maybe given Hudson Odoi a chance at the left wing, his natural position, and Werner up front. That's interesting. I would have, yeah, mm-hmm. I would have thought of going with that. So Hudson Odoi instead yeah. of uh, perhaps Jorginho. Well, that would have, might have been better. Uh, Pushka, were you happy with yeah. the with the way the team started out? I mean, Liverpool pretty much picks itself, but uh, were you exactly. Happy? I think yeah. uh, uh, the main problem, like not even the problem, like uh, main options are mostly in midfield. I would say. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think like Gomez uh, had a slight knock, so Fabinho had to start at centre back. So other than that, the the like other three midfielders that basically started the game. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was an uneventful first half. Uh, aside from towards the end, the big uh, talking point, red card. Yeah. Uh, justified? Was it justified? Uh, red card, Pushkar? I think so. It was justified because uh, Mane would have got got the ball even like before Kepa. So. Yeah. Would he have scored a goal though? I think. Yeah. I think that's academic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but still denying a clear, uh, what do you say, denying a clear uh, goal scoring chance. That was the mm-hmm. thing. So. Yeah. Um, Sudan, the red card justified? Yeah. Not- yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was fair and square. It was surprising the ref didn't give it in the first go and it had to go to Vieira actually. Uh, I think, yeah. Was, I think he was just trying to be. Yeah. 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 He was just trying to. Not- so I think they're just trying to be safe. Like, not call wrong. Yeah, um, that actually was an interesting move because Chelsea won the attack at that point, and then they lost the ball, and immediately Liverpool went up front and, and broke. Uh, was that like? I mean, it, up till that point, I think Chelsea were trying to play low block in in some ways. They were trying to be on the like make sure that they weren't caught out defensively, but they were caught out on that move. Do you? Was there any way to? I mean, you know, these kind of things happen in games. But do you think there was a way to prevent that? Was could there would could Chelsea have defended better on that break? You think? Uh... No, in such cases, I don't think uh, very few players in the world would uh, match up to Mane with his speed and intensity in such typical counter-attacking scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think uh, what different could have happened is you know someone could have tried to go shoulder to shoulder with him, or you know just someone could have just kept pressure on him but not uh, you know fouled him the way Christensen did. You know that that way maybe. Kepa would have anyway reached the ball earlier and uh, cleared it. In. I don't think it was a, you know, it, if uh, Mane was on his feet, I don't think he would have gone ahead to score the goal. Actually, Kepa was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it was a individual error by Christians. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, uh, half time. Thankfully for Chelsea, they they actually came on the stroke of half time, so they had some time to to make changes or to decide what they wanted to do. Uh, big change from Liverpool at halftime. Jordan Henderson going off, and on comes Thiago. Do you know if that was an injury concern, or was that just like? Oh uh, yeah, he is recovering from an injury. He has had a like a slight knock over the last month. He also played the international games, I think. Not yeah, sure. We don't want to take so out the player. It was just a precau- more precautionary, and since Chelsea were down to ten men, so it was a good chance for Thiago to come in and like play without that much pressure. I would say. Yeah, well, I mean, it it made sense to bring on Thiago because he can find space, you know, with Chelsea, yeah. you know, defensive. But yeah, because you know, you. But uh, I think uh, like the substitution as well, and even before that, uh, Chelsea did not lose shape defensively. I would say, like they pretty exactly. much substituted a defender, 
and uh, so taking off a holding midfielder like like henderson was doing that holding midfield role and uh, mm-hmm. for someone like thiago who can play more attackingly and that position i think that was a like suitable substitution as well yeah yeah because you don't want to take off your player of the season just like that do you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I made that joke a second time just because I thought you didn't hear it the first time. Uh, but no, so like, if you if you if you ask me, uh, I think uh, the Thiago substitution at halftime, I think this would be like the difference in the thought process of uh, Klopp on one side and Lampard on the other side. You know, uh, at the beginning of the same Klopp said that uh, you know he has barely had just one and a half training sessions with us, and so he wouldn't have started, but he did get him on at halftime. And mm-hmm. Lampard, on the other hand, you know Thiago Silva, you know he's yeah. a good defender, and he's still not on the bench yet, you know. Yeah. And he has certainly had more training sessions with Chelsea than what uh, Thiago has had with uh, Liverpool. Uh, so I think Frank Lampard needs to actually be open to a bit more change, you know. He he should be ready to tinker things around and you know play with the players that he has got. He has got a big squad now, you know. He can, he actually has the Flexibility to tinker around. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I wonder if the thinking was that Thiago, you know, with his age and his lack of pace, might be caught out against Mane or Salah or Firmino. I mean, like he probably figured that Tomori or Christensen or Zuma would have more pace. But uh, I think the way Chelsea play a low block, like they basically involve the goalkeeper, right? The goalkeeper is much more involved in as would like in a normal team, he would not be as much involved in the builder like Kepa. Uh, Kepa was building up. Because uh, so like it doesn't really matter if Thiago Silva plays or not or Christensen plays. I guess pace doesn't really come if you're playing uh, such a like uh, low block. Yeah. Well, but the goal did come from or uh, not sorry the red card didn't come from him being caught out for pace. So maybe that. Yeah, but that was like, know. more of an attacking situation. So you could. Yeah. We, yeah. That's we a fifty-fifty situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, I think the first goal I think was a thing, a thing of beauty. I, 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 my stream was lagging a bit, so I watched, uh, I had to watch it in replay. But it was a, it was a nicely well worked goal because uh, you had a lot of players involved. Uh, you had um, Thiago involved, you had Firmino with a nice cross, and then Mane with a good header. Um, was it good? Was it bad defending, or was it just good play, uh, Siddhant? Uh It was not uh, bad defending, I would say, and even uh, till that point of time, I think even at that time. Uh, James uh, pretty much covered up well for uh, Mane, and even surprisingly, Alonso had a good game against Salah. You know, I don't, I, I, I never expected that, but that happened. So, you know, but Liverpool have such a lot of creativity up front. You know that uh, Firmino was able to find the perfect uh, pass for Mane, and it was little bit behind. So, you know, you found James running a bit ahead, and uh, the cross came in a bit behind. So. Uh, I don't think those type of goals can be really avoided. You know, <laughs> those kind of goals happen. And apart from that, if you ask me, Chelsea have been really good defensively in this particular game, and it was it came as a surprise to me as well. You know, <laughs> I didn't yeah. expect uh, them to have a good game that. Yeah, yeah but that's the I think that's isn't it? Another reason for that as well, I think, because uh, like Fabinho was deployed at centre back. Trent wasn't going as much forward as he usually would, and Salah was also not getting into the game as much as he would generally. So I think that that right hand side was usually uh, a little bit more defensive than usual for Liverpool. So most of the attack came from Robertson and Mane. Sure. That could be also sure. another reason, I guess. Yeah. But that's the beauty of Liverpool, isn't it? Like one moment you you think you've got it covered, and then suddenly they've got players that can play exactly. through the lines and just 
get through. I mean, it's it's wonderful to watch, uh, isn't it, Pushkar? Yeah, it truly is. <laughs> I mean, it's, with Liverpool winning, I'm a happy person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, second goal. Uh, um, we talked about Lindelof yesterday with the Manchester United thing. I mean, and I think Kepa might might now rival him for worst performance of, of the week. I don't know. I, I, the Kepa was only comfortable <laughs> for one goal, and then you know Lindelof gave away three. So I don't. I know he still got some catching up to do. But uh, I mean, is was it unfortunate or was it just like uh, you know where he lost concentration? It seems to happen a lot with him, doesn't it? He is. Uh, he, okay. No, let us have to dance okay. first because yeah, okay. yeah. Let, let him get it off yeah. his chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think that he is sometimes a bit too casual. You know, that was a very casual pass which he was trying to uh, make to Georgina, and sometimes he doesn't understand the seriousness of the situation. Uh, you know, he actually has decent ability. Like the last. Uh, Short of money, which he saved, which was deflected off the morning. So he had good presence of mind, but I think sometimes he's just too casual. And uh, you know, I think one season away from Chelsea on a loan move or something will actually give him a different sort of scenario and maybe do good for him as well as the club. So <laughs> uh, that's what I hope will happen if Mendy comes in. Mm-hmm. Mendy is coming in. Yeah. Yeah, Pushka, what what was going? What do you think was going through his mind? Like as he was getting that, uh, was he already thinking? I think like it was a bit of both. Like you could say a bit of casualness as well, and Mani was also on top of him. Yeah. So I think a little bit of both. But like with the way Lampard has set up uh, to play out from the goalkeeper at the back, I think that automatically invites more pressure on him. So and I, it was like when Allison signed in the beginning, he used to do the same. Like. So Klopp pretty much made it clear that Allison as a goalkeeper was to be used only as a goalkeeper and not at an as an outlet for channeling through passes. He should be an extra man available in case defender needs it. And I think that's that approach Lampard has to take. He cannot involve Kepa in the build-up process. He needs to start with Thiago Silva, Christensen, Tomori, or whoever he is playing. Yeah, but it's not even just build-up. Like I mean, I think that's Liverpool's. Um... I don't know, MO, strength, whatever you want to call it, because that happened quite a few times where Kepa was, even from goal kicks, they were trying to pass it to defenders and the Liverpool uh, attackers were like right on that box waiting, uh, you know, to see what's happening. Like almost, it's like almost like not playing short passes because Liverpool are there to capitalize on it. I know Zuma once over hit a pass, it went out. Uh, even Domori was struggling a little bit to find James. It, yeah, it's, it almost feels like suicidal playing that way against uh, Liverpool, doesn't it? When you're trying to play short passes in your own box. Uh, maybe the the one thing though is that uh, the ball over the top was causing problems when they were trying to bypass because the penalty, if I'm not mistaken, came from a ball over the top to Werner, who then ran onto it. Uh, and then same, there was a, I believe the second chance, which also fell to Werner when he got clipped. Uh, it was not given as a penalty; it was finally he was clipped, but it was also a ball over the top. So maybe that is the way to go. You think that playing a ball over the top instead of passing through, Pushka? Do you think that I is think, weakness? Or? Uh, yeah, I think the way to beat a press is that. Definitely, like you try to invite the uh, pressing players in and then pass it over the top to some, and you hope for a ball that that may or may not retain possession. But uh, Chelsea have like speedy players, Havertz, Werner, so it's a genuine possibility that they could score a lot from counter attacks and over the top balls. But uh, like I think uh, they will do good once Pulisic comes in. I think he is the more creative playmaker and more settled in. Yeah, in this Chelsea squad, Werner might do better with him in the squad. 
Yeah, he won't have, yeah, plus Ziyech will come in and they, they might be able to play four yeah, then once they have Ziyech, Pulisic and Werner, then they can play Havertz behind. Uh, all right, last question based for this match. Uh, Pushka, you have another match? Uh, I would say money, but Fabinho did well, special mention. All right, uh, Siddhant? Uh, actually, that's what I would have gone for Fabinho because he did a really good job uh, as a you know makeshift CB and he completely neutralized Werner. For Chelsea, who do you think was the best player for Chelsea today? For oh, Chelsea, uh, I would think that uh, I would like to give him the benefit of doubt. I think Werner had a good game. I know he uh, didn't have a lot of shots in, but uh, he created really good openings. And actually, just one more thing I need to add on that: uh, even after we went a man down, the scoreline was still zero-zero. Uh, you know. Uh, I think our tactics went wrong even there. You know, we removed Howard, let the midfield trio be there and Gordon Tamori. I think since Kante is such a beast at the defensive midfield role, uh, we should have gotten in Tamori instead of Jorginho. And, you know, let our attackers be because then Werner didn't have anyone else to support him during the match. Uh, but if you ask me, Chelsea's man of the match, I would say uh, Werner because of his attacking threat. All right. Uh, we, I want to use this time as well to talk about a few things because we didn't do a transfer reaction for Liverpool's uh, signings because it happened all so quickly. We couldn't do it. Uh, so yeah. let's talk a little bit about Liverpool signings. Uh, I think this was this news broke on Friday that Thiago signed. And then yeah. a couple of hours later, news breaks that Jota is about to sign. And then by <laughs> evening, it's, it's Jota is signing. And then Saturday morning, there's a t-shirt. Uh, he's holding a t-shirt. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I think uh, Pushka, now most people would say that Liverpool's two weaknesses was the lack of cover uh, in the forward areas and the lack of a creative mid- midfielder. They seem to have addressed both, haven't they, with these two signings? Yeah, uh, I had pretty much the same concerns, like uh, another backup winger or someone mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like a more creative midfielder who could like play out from the back. Yeah. So, address both of these concerns. I think centre-back is still an issue. Because uh, Matip is very injury prone, and if Gomez is injured or Van Dijk gets injured, we have no one. Like Fabinho has to deputize the next person after Fabinho. I think Wijnaldum plays a couple of games in centre back some years ago. So yeah. there's really not uh, many options. Centre back is the next next grade. I think uh, next signing should be one. Yeah. What is it with the big teams or title winning teams never addressing centre back issues? Even Manchester City, you think they have all the depth, but then but then they lose a couple of centre halves, and then suddenly you're like, we don't have depth at centre half. I don't know. It seems like a pattern. Uh, but on that note, oh, uh, how ha- like uh, where do you see uh, Jota fitting in into the side along with the, you know because they now have Origi, Jota, and Minamino on the bench, if I'm not mistaken, as their cover options. Uh, plus, I mean Harvey Elliott, but uh, he's around there. So, how, where do you see Jota fitting in into this into the squad? I think uh, like Jota and Minamino both, uh, they will be used sparingly, mostly as a substitute this season. And ideally, I think Flop would like uh, like uh, Yota to replace Mane, I think. Because in a couple of seasons, maybe. Okay. Uh, but it's a long-term solution, I would say. And uh, it's it's in the process. Like You don't know, ne- not necessarily need to replace Mane. Mane is a great player. And uh, having Yota as a capable backup, who is already adapted to the Premier League, is a very welcoming signing. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Uh, so, that, do you think those uh, game? Uh, I mean, those signings certainly uh, address squad issues. 
<laughs> I mean, is there uh, any challenge for Liverpool at this point? Like, I mean, is there even, is is there like a challenge for Liverpool? You know, they've addressed two squad weaknesses, right? I mean, like it's it's fantastic, isn't it? Basically, I think Liverpool uh, squad as a whole is the most uh, well gelled squad in the Premier League as of now. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, with the way, with the way I saw them today, I think uh, they are still uh, favourites to win the league this season. What uh, Klopp is doing is maybe adding uh, some more options. Some more uh, variations, you know, so that uh, I think they had become a little bit predictable. So the signing of Thiago actually changes things a lot, you know. Yep. Uh, very different to the midfielders which they currently have. Like he can play in the at the in the heart of the midfield and you spray passes all over, and he can still he can pass. He has a long uh, range of passing, but he can also run with the ball. You know, he's a all-round very good player. And uh, he does definitely gives them a better option. You know. And uh, otherwise, I think he's just uh, strength- strengthening the bench with uh, signing Sergio Jota. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Klopp is looking to you know uh, challenge on all different fronts in this particular season. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I said it in a, in, a, in, a, in a social media post. I said Liverpool can easily win the treble this season if Klopp uh, if Klopp gives some focus to the FA Cup, they can win the treble quite easily because they. They pretty much have the best team in the league now. I, I clearly can't see anyone else competing. You know, in terms of one-on-one, maybe maybe if they falter a bit with injuries, maybe City can catch up. But I don't think there's much of a chance there. Uh, Champions League, okay, Bayern Munich, maybe uh, that might be a game we might want to watch. Bayern Munich against uh, against Liverpool. That is one of the games that I want to see. Alfonso Davis against Trent Alexander-Arnold. That would be something. Who's going to push who back? <laughs> Who's going to make who defend? Like that would be something to watch. Uh, but but I think yeah I think it's 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 fantastic. Like, it's great squad building though from Liverpool. I think we have to have we have to tip our hats even though we're rivals. I think we have to tip our hats and it's it's fantastic. I mean this this is the thing that I put as well. Like Jota, you know, you you come to know of him in the morning, you sign him by the afternoon. Between six weeks, United exactly. are still monitoring Sancho. You know, like you know you can you can <laughs> see that you can see the difference in how both clubs work. And yet some people you know will come out and defend the Glazers. I mean it's. It's incredible. Uh, but on that note, let's look ahead to the games that are coming up. We've got the League Cup uh, fixtures coming this uh, this week, uh, midweek, I think. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that probably will probably score players. But Sidan, what changes do you want to see for the West Brom game uh, this this weekend? Uh, anyway, Christensen is off, you know, because of red card. So that mm-hmm. game is automatically done. So you'll see uh, <laughs> or do you want to see? Do you want to see Tomori or do you want to see Thiago Silva? After this game, actually, I'm torn. You know, uh, I would uh, I would still uh, say that you know maybe we should give a uh, start to Thiago Silva. You know, I think experience and leadership, leaders. exactly, might come in hand. Yeah. yeah, Jorginho as captain is I don't think he's a good captain material <laughs> anyway. I think for this season, maybe Lampard even prefers to give uh, Silva the captainship. You know. Uh, that being said, I think uh, I am just hoping for us to some of our players to be match fit. You know, I would like uh, one of, at least one of Pulisic and CH to be ready for the next week. We have signed so many players, but we are not able to play all of them. You know, mm-hmm. unless they play together, they are not going to gel well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would like one of these two players, and uh, basically, I, at the end, I would like to see the attacking four players of uh, ZH, Havertz, Pulisic, and Werner. You know, that is when we are going to... Do you think that will happen in the West Brom game? 
I don't think so uh, because uh, I don't think Pulisic is training fully. He had a problem with his injury, and uh, I there are doubts that even ZH will return. So, uh, if you ask me, uh, the back four, I think Chilwell is in contention. Will be in contention for. Oh yeah, because yeah, I forgot about him. You have Chilwell. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so I so I think it is going to be uh, James uh, Silva. That's what I would prefer Silva, uh, Zuma, and uh, Chilwell. Uh, in the midfield, I would prefer Kante and uh, Kovacic. And uh, uh, in the attacking side, I would prefer Havertz, Mount, and maybe give a chance to Hudson Uday. You know. He's a pacey winger, and I think we should give him a chance and burn her off. That's what I would hope for the West Brom. All right. That sounds pretty reasonable. Uh, Pushka, a big game for Liverpool against Arsenal. On uh, the following Monday, that's uh, you know chance for you to avenge the Community Shield defeat if that mm. uh, if that matters. Uh, it's actually a draw, technically a draw because of the penalties. Uh, but uh, would you want to see Thiago start that game? And if you, I think uh, Klopp might not start him, even if I want him to start. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but I think the go-to midfield for right now will be Henderson, Keita, and Wijnaldum. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, not Keita, uh, Fabinho. Do you, do you see Gomez or the Matip returning by then? I don't know what is the situation over there. So, yeah, I but think I we didn't want Gomez see. back, or one of the defenders back in the side. Yeah, it would be easier with some. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I mean, you know, uh, that, that's good. I think the Arsenal Liverpool game is going to be interesting because I think that is a game. I think Arsenal Arteta kind of has an idea of what Klopp wants to do. So we'll have to see if he's found the. I think that that would be a good game to see how far Arsenal have come uh, since last season. I think that, that that that's going to be an interesting game to watch because uh, we'll see what happens. So well, thank you so much, guys, uh, for joining in today. I think this was a much more mellow, much more calmer episode. <laughs> I think compared to yesterday. So if you guys liked what you saw yesterday, uh, you may or may not like what you see today. But uh, I think I think I think this is good. I think this is good. It's good to feel positive. It's good to feel. Uh, you know, relaxed after a game. I think that that's you know we miss that. You know, some 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 of us miss that. So, <laughs> um, I know positive. I know positivity doesn't sell. It doesn't sell, but still, you know, <laughs> it's not a bad. It's not a bad feeling to have. But uh, thank you so much, Pushka. Thank you so much, Sidan, for joining me today and uh, sharing your thoughts yeah. on on the match. Uh, congratulations once again, Pushka, for the Liverpool win. Uh, Sidan, commiserations for Chelsea losing. But you know, on the bright side, it's not as bad. As <laughs> that's all I will say. You know, it could get much worse. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys. And uh, uh, please remember to like the video and share it with your friends, family, everybody else who are football fans or not. We appreciate that. Also, remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new. We just hit 75 subscribers. Help us get to 80. I'm going to get to 80 by the end of the week. So, please subscribe if you're new. Yes, we, we are still keeping modest goals. So, uh, yes, just help us get there. Uh, and uh, obviously, we uh, appreciate your support. So, thank you so much, uh, guys. Thank you so much, Sadan. Thank you so much, Pushka, for being here. It was a pleasure as always thank to have you. Thank you for having us. Yes, for sure. We'll see yeah, you back it was again. great here. Yeah. Yes, we'll see you back again soon. Uh, take care, guys. Have a good week. Uh, see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of Late Night Football. We need your help to grow this channel. So if you've been enjoying the show thus far, please do like and subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, drinking buddies, fellow football fans, and anybody else you know or don't know. We really appreciate it. Uh, please also follow us on Twitter and Facebook via the links in the description below and spread the word about us. Take care.
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.